Once Upon a Time in Adequately Advanced Magic. What were we doing again? We were here uh, finding my sister and I's parents. As the three of you and Lloyd approach the building, you see that there's a large sign that says, Falcon's Reach Botanical Garden. You flip the hatch open, and you see something that you have never before seen in your life. You see a forest. Goblet goes to a tree and hugs it. Cornflake, when you arrive, you find the apparent remnants of what appears to have been a skirmish. You see the dead bodies of a couple of kobolds and also several orcs. The bushes that you thought look at you shudder and stand up on four legs. What? Goblet's gonna whack it with the, his quarterstaff. In the distance, you hear similar howls. Oh, shit. As you approach the kobold fortifications, all of them suddenly pull out guns and start blasting behind you guys. Lloyd arrives with the three of you in tow. A kobold with a mustache appears, and he says to all of you guys, Um, who are you? Welcome to Falcon's Reach, a city in which magic is technology. You're listening to Adequately Advanced Magic. Goplerk, Goblet, and Cornfleck, the three of you plus Lloyd have just escaped from the thorny dog plant monsters. And in front of you stands a rather confused-looking kobold with a mustache. He's wearing what would appear to be normally a business suit, but he's he's gotten rid of the jacket and the tie. He's just wearing the shirt and the slacks and some pretty nice shoes. And he's looking at you and he just says, uh, who are you guys? Whoa, are you business casual? What's your occupation? Oh, also I'm Cornflake. We just, we just kind of, we, we kind of just found this place. We were, we were like, we were, we were looking for our parents and now we're here. But also, are you a businessman? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, yeah, I guess you could say that. Will you do my taxes? No, we have other people who do that. Oh man. What are what are taxes? We, we don't. I never did that before. Is that is that bad? I'm sure it's fine. Uh, what are your names? Well, I'm Goblet. I'm a goblin. Goblerk for some now is a little intimidated. I guess seeing other kobolds that are not necessarily his sister, so he kind of shies away a bit. He says, "Uh, my my name is a uh, uh, Goblerk." Uh, well, very nice to meet you guys. It's uh, it's we don't get visitors here. Where did you guys come from? Uh, there was a ladder. I found it. Well, I didn't find it. We all found it. Oh, we did we go through the ladder? He, yeah, we went through the we sewer, went, and then we went up the ladder, and then we went down the ladder, and then we went, you know, through the pipe. Yeah, what he said. Oh, and you just you just wandered in here? Yeah, that's what we said. We were looking for our, you know, our our family. That the, they're supposed to be here. Oh. He looks confused for a second, and he says, "Your, your family, or who, whose family?" He looks at Lloyd, looks at Goblet, and he's like, "You, you guys are all one family." 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, me, uh, my sister, and then, you know, there, there, there's, there's Goblet, and, and there's Lloyd. Well, we're one family, but we're not their parents. They're looking for their parents. Cornflake raises her hand. Oh, yeah, me, me and, and that guy. And points to Goblet. Goblet points at himself. Goblet points at both of them, like the Spider-Man. <laughs> Goblet, you point to the wrong person for a second, and Lloyd readjusts your finger for you. <laughs> Do you think you could help us find our family's parents? The business casual kobold says, uh, how about we talk about this inside? My name's Herbert, by the way. Herbert? Herbert? Herbert, Herbert or Herbert? Herbert. 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 I think I'll call you James. Um. Oh. Uh. Well, I I would really prefer Herbert. Uh, all right, Herbie. Uh, lead it the way. Okay, Bert. Herbert waves aside some of the Cobalt soldiers who are manning this sort of outpost. Gobplerk also waves. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, Cornflake waves like a celebrity. Gobplerk and Cornflake, go ahead and do some charisma checks. Ooh. Have a minus two on charisma. Oh, but I got an 18, so I got a 16. Charisma. Ooh, 17 plus one, 18. <laughs> We're so charismatic. <laughs> yeah, some of the soldiers wave back at you and they're like, ooh, ah. <laughs> one of them is like, I really like your fit. <laughs> Cornflake is like, go, Pluke, I think we're hot. Oh, uh, no, I'm, I'm pretty comfortable. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Herbert leads you behind the fortifications, and after a bit of a moderately long walk, the three of you find yourselves underneath the arch that leads to the eastern wing of the Falcon's Reach Botanical Garden. Along the way, you guys see that there's numerous plants being grown and tended to by kobold laborers, and every now and then you'll see a flag that says, Moondeer Coffee. And there's like a little symbol of a deer standing in front of a moon shape. Hey Herbie, are we in a really big coffee shop or is that just a series of random words strung together? Um, no, well, we, uh, this is, this is where we get the, the coffee beans. Oh, okay. Is that your main source of sustenance? Uh, well, we, our, our sustenance comes from our parent company, JYMO. JYMO. See, they, they pay us to come over here and farm coffee beans because there's not there's not really a whole lot of places to grow coffee in, in Falcon's Reach. But do you eat the coffee beans? Oh, you've never had coffee before? I don't know. What does it do? Oh, well, I'll, I'll make you some in a little bit. Okay. I'm always down to try new experiences. Herbert leads you past the farms and into what appears to be a cobalt settlement. There's numerous large crafted umbrellas to block any of the sun out and he eventually leads you to what is apparently his office it's the fanciest building in the settlement which is to say not all that fancy but compared to everything else it's not that bad he leads you inside and opens a door and inside you see a nice cocobolo desk with a nice chair Along the walls, he has various files and also what appears to be a collection of very nice knives. He gestures at a couple of seats in front of the desk, and he himself sits down. Goblet takes a seat. Are there enough seats for all of us? 
Yeah, but they're cobalt sized, so Lloyd has to awkwardly squeeze into one. All right, Goblet takes a seat too. Yeah, Cornflake sits as well. Did we, did we walk past any of the knife collection on the way to the chairs? Yeah, we can say so. Goblet gets a little bit of a uh, kleptomania. He decides to try to take one. <laughs> Just a sudden wave, a sudden urge to steal <laughs> knives. <laughs> He's always like daggers and knives. He wants to add it to his collection. Yeah, go ahead and do a sleight of hand check. All right, it's gonna be twenty-five. <laughs> As he attempts to take the dagger, he'll also attempt to actually replace it with one of his other ones that he has a duplicate of. <laughs> Indiana Jones style. Yeah. Goblet, you swipe one of Herbert's knives, then you replace it with one of your old shitty ones. It's patina, okay? <laughs> Goblet very nonchalantly sits down. He starts whistling for no reason. <laughs> yeah. As the three of you sit down, Herbert sort of sits in this overlarge chair and he looks at you guys and he says, Um, yeah, so wh- what are you doing here? I, I don't really get it. Goblerk looks at his sister pleadingly. So, we, we don't know who our parents are. We have very hazy memories. We were separated and then we grew up and I found a piece of paper that says... This has an address, and I figured it's probably from our parents. And now we're here. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Goplerk's furiously nodding his head along. Cornflake also starts nodding. Yeah, Lloyd also starts nodding. Goblet nods and declares, We are here. <laughs> um, well, can I can I take a look at the note? Sure. Cornflake pulls it out, and it's kind of sweaty, because it's been in her pants pocket, and she's been sweating. She's kind of like slaps it onto his hand. It is slightly damp. He takes a look at it. And a couple of seconds later, there's a look of realization on his face. He hands the note back to you, and he pulls out a handkerchief to wipe his slightly damp hands. <laughs> and he says, Oh, um, I, th- I think I might know who your father is. Really? Yeah, how, how old are you guys? Well, uh, 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 hold on, hold on, I know this one. Goblet uh, uh, holds up his hand and starts counting on his claws uh one two three and then he has to switch to his other claw <laughs> what no no you know this copper four uh five six he holds up both hands herbert says um yeah that checks out <laughs> you could have said like 50 and you probably would have said that checks out too right <laughs> <laughs> the secret of movie magic <laughs> <laughs> herbert is like yeah i think i know who your dad is Wow! Wahoo! What? Well, where is he? Could you take us to meet him? And what? What about our our ma'am? Uh, he gets a weird look on his face. Are you our ma'am? Um, no. Okay, just checking. Gotta cover all our bases, you know. I mean, I I hate to be the one to tell you this, but your your ma'am is dead. Uh, how could you let this happen, Herbie? Well, it's 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 not my fault. She didn't pay for the company. Supplied insurance. What? It was a natural cause. What happened? Why, why, why is the insurance? I don't even know what that is. Why'd they kill my mom? Yeah, let's go after insurance. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, it, it it was those orcs. Orcs? Oh, I hate the orcs. So the orcs used the insurance to kill their parent to kill their dad. No, you see, the the orcs who live on the other side of the garden. 
You see, they they work for a, a competing company called Smoothie Lord. Smoothie Lord. Okay. Yeah, they're they're all sorts of crazy. We've been sort of fighting with them for a while now. Why doesn't Why doesn't J- Jaimo do something about it? Um, something about competition and the free market. I don't really get it, but you know things like that. So they're allowed to kill people who don't have insurance. Yeah. Can we kill people who don't have insurance? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> a- ask me for a friend. I don't have insurance. Does that mean I'm going to be killed too by the orcs? I mean... <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I mean, you can go kill whoever you want. Mm, freedom. But anyways, I'm sorry I had to be the one to tell you this. What are their names? Well, your dad's name is Clerk, and your mom's name was Plern. So their names were uh, Clerk and Plern? Yep. (laughs) Wait, so what exactly happened? They didn't pay for insurance, and the orcs just came and killed them? Like, they they killed, they just came and, like, stabbed them or something? No, you see, your mom worked as a security guard here, and then one day the orcs attacked, and then she died. Wait, so is our dad still alive? Yeah, your dad's still alive. I can take you go see him tomorrow. Oh. He lives out in the jungle, though. A jungleman. That's, that's where all the, the, the plant dogs were. Yeah, don't worry. I'll take some of the security guards with me, and then we can all go together. That's, that's mighty nice of you, Irby. I appreciate, appreciate that. Yeah, thank you, Irby. Also, do you know, do you guys keep any of the dogs, the plant dogs, as pets? Um, no, they keep trying to eat us. Maybe because they're hungry. Yeah, maybe you need to give them food. Wouldn't they get food from the sun, though? Oh, that's how it works? Then why do they keep trying to bite us? Nobody is lost in thought because he's still trying to figure out if they make food from the light, then what is the purpose of them having mouths? But Goblet's just thinking about that. What time of day is it? I'd say it's about early evening. Oh. Well, I don't know what to do anymore for the rest of the day. Could you give us a tour of the coffee shop? And also introduce us to absolutely everybody here? Um, well, I have some business to attend to, but I can, I can, we have some empty workers' quarters that you guys can stay in tonight. Well, that's really nice of you. That's, that's, uh, you know, mighty kind. Can we have your coffee, too? Oh, yeah, let me just go make some real fast. He turns around to a table that's behind his desk, and he pulls out a box of Magitech and also some glassware and some other contraptions. He pulls out a bag of Moondeer coffee and takes out some of the beans and then puts it into a contraption and then loads in a Create Fire Magitech and also a Create Water Magitech. A couple of minutes pass and he eventually places four cups of black coffee in front of each of you guys. And he says, um, I can't believe you've never had coffee before. Goblet takes a sip and grimaces and swallows and says, This doesn't taste very good. Why why should why do people drink it? Well it gives you lots of energy. Oh. And then he sort of mutters, and people get addicted to it. Okay, can I try? I wanna try. Yeah, you have a cup too. Oh, thank you. Goblet's holding it with like both hands and drinks it. <laughs> yeah. These are like cobalt sized coffee cups. For Lloyd it's like the size of an espresso cup. <laughs> he takes it like a shot. Oh, it's not that bad. Cornflake drinks it, and she she, she shudders because it's bitter. 
Lloyd is like, oh yeah, that's that's the good stuff. Goblet still isn't sure, and he decides to put the coffee in his water skin, and oh, no. says, I think it's nighttime, and I don't want any energy right now, so I will save this for later. Will it still give me energy if I drink it later, Mr. Herb? Um, yeah. Great. Anyways, I'll show you to where you're staying tonight. Okay, okay. Herbert leads you out of his office into a somewhat run-down worker's hut. And inside you find just enough beds for everybody, plus Lloyd. Lloyd actually acquires several beds to be shoved together in order to form one human-sized bed. Mm. Herbert says, Um, well, I need to go now. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Okay. Thank you, Herbie. Okay. Yeah, thank you. If it's meant to be, we will see each other. Goblet turns to the others and says, I'm very tired, so I'm going to sleep. I think that fight took a lot of energy out of me. And he crashes face down onto a bed. Cornfleck is like twitching and she's like, are you sure nobody wants to do anything? I mean, uh, I feel like I could run a marathon. Yeah, yeah. Well, I could run. I could, I could hide. I could run and I could hide. Oh, do you, do you want to race? Okay, okay. Oh, and then... Oh yeah, we could we could race and then we could play hide and seek. Okay, let's let's go. Okay, yeah. I think they just run in, <laughs> run in laps around the the hut they're supposed <laughs> to stay in, <laughs> and then they play hide and seek. But uh, Cornflake is really bad at it. She just kind of like hides. She just kind of crouches. Cornflake <laughs> <laughs> uh... is great at hiding, but he's not very good at finding. <laughs> <laughs> they can try and use like the sleeping goblet as like to hide behind him. Oh yeah. <laughs> kind of prop him up, still asleep. <laughs> Alright, how about you do a high check and then Roy you do a perception check? Because this is definitely something that we need to play out. Is this still direct sunlight? Uh no, because they have these large umbrellas that Oh nice. Yeah. Eight. I got an eight as well. What does it mean? They're in a deadlock, but I don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> Cornflake, where do you hide? I think, like, she kind of means to hide behind Lloyd, but she ends up hiding in front of him. <laughs> like, like he's probably... Is he, is he in bed? He's probably in bed, right? Yeah, he's laying in bed. Yeah, so she just kind of hides right in front of the bed. She's, like, crouched, but it's, like, facing the entrance. <laughs> Gopluck, you somehow miss this and you go on to the other side of Lloyd and there's this this standoff that lasts for... You know what? I'll roll for it. It lasts for 40 minutes. 40 minutes? Oh, God. <laughs> Gopluck, you're, you're pretty sure that Cornflake is around here somewhere. <laughs> Except it doesn't occur to you to check on the other side of the bed. Come out, come out, wherever you are. Cornflake is like tittering, like. <laughs> Goblet, what are you doing? Goblet's fast asleep. Now he's dreaming about plant dogs that are eating salads. <laughs> Wait, is that? <laughs> That's is... cannibalism. Yeah, isn't that cannibalism? Maybe. <laughs> That's where the dreams are taking him. It, it's uh, it's herbalism. Herbalism. <laughs> <laughs> and and as he as he. As thoughts of herbalism come in, then Herbert comes into the dream as well. 
and he starts eating the plant dogs. <laughs> like in a terrifying manner. Yeah, like his his Herbert's jaw gets all big so that it's hanging down on the floor, and then he just starts following, like chomping, like Pac-Man, and chasing the plant dogs away. <laughs> but as he's doing that, Goblet's terror and fear during a dream subsides. <laughs> That makes it subside. That's <laughs> great. Yeah. Gopplerk and Cornflake, the two of you guys tire each other out. Eventually, Gopplerk, you do find where Cornflake is hiding about three feet away from you in broad, in, in open sight. There you were. You're so good at hiding. I think Cornflake has fallen asleep <laughs> while hiding. <laughs> yeah. As you look at everybody else sleeping, Gopplerk, you feel sleepy too. Cornflake, are you asleep? Oh, uh, okay. Goblerk attempts to carry Cornflake to Cornflake's bed. Yeah, you just toss her on over there. Ugh. Oof. Uh, I'm tired now. Then he goes to sleep. The three of you wake up. Lloyd on his cobalt-sized beds is like, Oh my god, my back! Cornflake smacks him in the back. Ah, does this help? You know what, it's what it does. Nice. Goblet, what are you thinking about? I'm thinking about my breath and how it's going to be natural today. Isn't it always natural? Goblet pauses to think. That's a very deep realization, Lloyd. I hadn't thought about that. I suppose it is always natural. Goblet, what are you doing? Ugh, morning. Feel like you know, maybe some of that that coffee. That coffee was pretty good. I guess I should get more coffee. Yeah, more coffee. Oh yeah, more coffee. yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Uh, do, how, how how did he do it again? Oh, uh, he had a lot of magitech. I, I don't know. Okay. It, it looked pretty complicated. Okay, yeah. Let's just let's just go find him and and demand more. Yeah. Yeah. Oh wait, we're taking a trip, right? Oh yeah. Well, he's supposed to take us anyway, so. There's a knock on the door. I'm imagining that everybody's just staring at the door for a little bit. Like, Gobplerk's clutching the bedsheet. Who is it? Um, it's me, Herbert. We won't let you in until you give us coffee. It's Herbert. Oh. Um. Well, I brought coffee. Okay. She cornflake uh, slams the door open. <laughs> a cobalt maid with a cart full of coffee and coffee cups rolls on inside herbert follows shortly cornflakes already sipping some coffee and then like every time she takes a sip she like she like grimaces because because it's bitter but she just like she likes the high of the caffeine <laughs> the maid hands cups of coffee to everybody and herbert says um remember you can buy moon deer coffee at any of our franchise locations nom 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 yep just just a reminder definitely just a reminder are you paid for marketing too? Um, we value all our customers. Oh, okay, nice. We'll keep an eye out, I guess. But you keep giving it to us for free, so <laughs> but she, she she says it really quietly. <laughs> Goblet puts his coffee, adds it to his water skin. He's gonna drink it someday later, and when he needs it for that extra boost to defeat any other angry plants. 
<laughs> Wait, so the plan is to give the angry plants some oh, coffee no, no. to energize No, Zelda's going to like oh. down like five cups of coffee for like, like a stim okay, pack. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, that should be, that should be an item like... in D&D, right? Just crystal meth. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, ah, yes, coffee, <laughs> the plant monsters, one weakness, <laughs> fatal flaw. The, the pH is too bitter. <laughs> pH is important for plants, right? This is true. There's yeah, so yeah, much yeah. nitrogen, though. <laughs> you can tell I've never grown plants in my life. <laughs> Herbert says, um, "Yeah, whenever you guys are ready, we'll uh, we'll head out." Okay, I'm ready. I'm ready. Goblet stands up and nods. Oh, okay, we can go. Herbert is wearing pretty much the same thing he's wearing yesterday, except he has the tie on. But the top button is unbuttoned on his shirt. Whoa. It's not very professional. And he has his jacket sort of draped over his shoulders. He leads you towards the entrance of the kobold settlement. And about a dozen kobold security guards are waiting for him and you guys. He gives a thumbs up to them. And he gives a thumbs up to you guys. And he's like, are you guys ready? Yeah. Goblet also gives a thumbs up. Uh Uh-huh. And... The entire group starts heading into the jungle. The trek is long and surprisingly difficult. As the party heads deeper into the jungle, you encounter a butterfly. Cornflex screams, similar to the Spongebob episode. (laughs) Same reaction. All of the other kobolds turn around and look at you. There's, There's a monster! They all pull out their guns. Right there! She points to the butterfly fluttering around. In a massive salvo of magical energy, the butterfly explodes. Oh, they actually killed it. Oh, that was, that, was, that was a close one. Thank you, guys. I think you saved my life. Yeah, the going takes a while. There's a lot of stuff to ooh and ah at. Ooh. Oh. Wow. Ooh. Oh, my God, what's that? What in tarnation? Goblet is still thinking about why the plants are not talking. So he asks Herbert, why aren't they talking to us? Um, you know, that's a very good question. You know, these things are like living beings, right? Of course. So why aren't they talking to us? Yeah, you would think so, right? Hmm. Are there any other ways to listen to what they're trying to say? Maybe we don't have the right tools? Mmm, well, have you ever heard about the secret of the garden? No. What is it? I'm assuming that you're just talking to Herbert by yourself. The The rest of the group is ooing and aahing at really stupid stuff. Like, they see, like, a flower, and they're like, <laughs> ooh, ah. Every flower. Every flower. There's at least one shot where it's, like, the three of you sort of standing in, like, a circle, and the camera is sort of, like, at, at like, a low angle, and it, like goes in like a circle around you guys mm-hmm, mm-hmm. meanwhile herbert says to goblet well rumor has it that there's a big secret here Ooh. and um it's the it's the reason why the plants can grow here so maybe if you could talk to that secret you could talk to all the plants yes i will be on the lookout for this secret but it's okay if i don't find it and goblet tells the others Lloyd, Goplerk, and Kernflake about this secret. A secret? Is it is it treasure? No, it's it's 
something that allows the plants to grow here. Do you think it's treasure? Maybe. Wow. I don't know how these plants work, so maybe they grow off of treasure. Oh. The treasure was dirt all along. <laughs> <laughs> or the sun? Or the water? The combination thereof. <laughs> Wait, are they are they do they brew the coffee here or maybe it's the coffee grounds. That's like their compost. The nitrogen. The nitrogen. <laughs> Goblet tries to pull out one of the plants. Yeah, you just do it. Okay. What kind of plant do you pull out? Goblet pulls out a plant. It's got a lot of sharp leaves and he puts it on his head like a crown. Oh shit, wait. How has Squeaksies been reacting to the outdoors? Pretty nonplussed. <laughs> <laughs> Goblet is hoping that he can talk to this plant later. No one can hear it, but the plant is screaming. <laughs> <laughs> Having been ripped out of its home and ground and sustenance. <laughs> As the three of you are walking, everybody go ahead and do a perception check. Okay. What do my cobalt eyes see in the bright sunlight? 13. Oh my god. I rolled two natural 20s. Uh, I got a 21. Why does it happen for a perception check? Oh my god. You see everything. (laughs) You hear the plants for us. I can hear screaming, but I don't know where it's from. (laughs) Goblet, you're too distracted with this plane on your head. But Cornfleck and Gopplerk, for a split second, the two of you catch the sight of this wondrously majestic animal. It stands on four legs, has hooves, is pure white, and has a long snout with a horn on its head. It appears for a split second and then disappears. Gopplerk, Gopplerk, did you see that? Or do you think, do you think it was the coffee getting to my brain? It was like a, a, white, a white animal? Yeah, it had a horn on its head, right? Yeah, yes, yeah. I don't know, but it, it was the most majestic thing I've ever seen. Herbert, do you know what that was? Um, I have no idea what you're talking about. Well, it had it had four legs, and it was all white, and it had a horn, and it was beautiful. Mm, I'm pretty sure you're just making this up. <laughs> Maybe it's the treasure, Cornfleck whispers the Gobplerk. Let's keep it secret so so we can have the treasure. Ooh, okay, okay. It is a secret, right? The secret of the forest. Oh, you're so smart, Cornflake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Herbert and the security guards continue to lead you deeper into the forest, and eventually the entire group stops at what appears to be a makeshift camp in the middle of the jungle. There's a rudimentary lean-to some ropes thrown over branches holding up food, apparently to keep the plant monsters from getting to it. And there's a fire that's been put out recently. As the group arrives at the camp, the security guards sort of push the three of you and Lloyd forward. Whoa, 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 are we being sacrificed or something? Herbert says, um, don't worry about it. And then he says more loudly. Clark, um, I know you're there. The only thing anybody hears is the chirping of crickets throughout the forest. Cornflick uh, is tone deaf in this situation and yells loudly, Hello, Daddy! 
Herbert continues and he says, Um, I hope you thought more about the deal I offered because I got your daughter and your son right here. Cornflake turns her to her friends and is like, Oh god, we are sacrifices! Huh? And it would be really bad if something happened to them. Well, well yeah. <laughs> Never <laughs> trust the man in his suit. Cornflake, like, kick him? Mm. Like, like a kind of like a half-ass kick? Sure. Okay. In your anger, you turn around and you kick Herbert a little bit, and you hit him in the shin. <laughs> And he's like, ow. And then all the dozen kobold security guards suddenly pull out their guns and point them at you. Cornflake, why, why, why'd you kick Gerber? He gave us the coffee. He's insinuating that he's going to hurt us. Into what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, into what? I think he's... He's he, a bad guy? He's a bad guy. Herbert, is that true? Herbert ignores you. And he continues... Clerk, if you don't come out now, I'm gonna count down. Gobbler looks around and all the, the guns pointed at him. Are they, are they all bad guys? I think so. I think Cornflake might try to hide in plain sight, like <laughs> how she did in <laughs> hide and seek. She just kinda ducks. Goblet, what are you doing? Goblet is looking at each one of the security guards in their eyes, one by one, and he frowns and says, this is not very kind. Why don't you lower your guns? As you say that, Herbert continues and he's like, or we'll start blasting. Damn, we should have gotten insurance. <laughs> <laughs> and he starts counting down. He says, um, five, four, three. Gobbler reaches his hands out to his family. Yeah, meanwhile, Lloyd is like, wow, you guys are dicks. <laughs> Cornflake didn't see Gopplerk steal the knife, but I'm so glad. <laughs> I'm so glad he stole a knife. <laughs> Herbert hits two, and then suddenly there's a rustling in a bush nearby. And the head of an orc pops out. <gasps> and it's like, er? There's a moment of silence as the orc stares at Herbert and the security guards and you, and the kobolds stare back. I think Cornflake is just uh, frozen in shock and extremely confused. A couple of more orcs emerge from the brush, and then chaos breaks out. Orcs are like normal size, right? Yeah. So there's, they're much bigger than all of us. Yep. Okay. Gumplerk had, had grabbed the hands of his friends and chaos breaks out. He tries to, to drag them away. Yeah. There was a firefight. Phew. The kobolds open fire into the orc, and the orcs open fire back. Like a volley? Yeah, it quickly escalates into a pitched battle. Meanwhile, Lloyd has flung himself over you guys. We gotta run, guys! If all they see is Lloyd, maybe they won't care about us because it's, it's just a human. We're not their enemies. Yeah. Maybe if we all lift, we can carry Lloyd like a cover, and then we can run away with Lloyd on top of us. <laughs> Lloyd says, Yeah, I don't really appreciate that plan. <laughs> <laughs> I think it would make more sense if he carried us. <laughs> we should all just run. Okay, that works too. Goblet gets out from underneath Lloyd and just runs away. <laughs> <laughs> 
I think Cornflake doesn't want to run, so she just hops into Lloyd's arms. <laughs> and is like, go! <laughs> Lloyd is like, well, all right. <laughs> the four of you guys book it from the gunfight. Goblet's still wearing that plant on his head. So there's, that's the image, uh, like a moving plant. Yeah. <laughs> there's like this goofy-ass shot of the four of you guys is running. <laughs> the plant on your head flops back and forth as you run. <laughs> and everybody do a dexterity saving throw. Dexterity saving throw. Let's go. Got a four. 22. 17. As the four of you run away from the fight, a beam of crackling energy streaks towards you guys, amongst many others. And one of them manages to hit Cornflake, even though you're in Lloyd's arms. <laughs> just Can a stray shot from the firefight. And you take two damage. Okay, but I, since Lloyd's carrying me, it doesn't affect my no- mobility, right? Uh, it's just Eldritch Blast, so it's not any mobility thing. Yeah. Okay. The party continues to run through the forest, with the sounds of the firefight receding in the back. After some distance, however, everybody go ahead and do a dexterity saving throw. Another dexterity saving throw. Okay. Dexterity. 10. I got a 10. 22 again. Wow. Goplark, you notice that the branch ahead of you looks suspicious, and you avoid it. Combat roll. But you don't have enough time to turn around and tell everybody else to avoid it, and Lloyd kicks the branch, and then suddenly there's a net that comes up from the ground and pulls the entire rest of the party up into the air. Oh man, come on! Again? <laughs> DM's favorite trap. Uh-oh. Uh, I'll, I'll get you out, I'll get you out! Uh, Gobbler looks to see if the rope holding it up is something he could hit with his dagger. His his new knife? Do a perception check. Daylight? Yep. Mm, five. As you squint up towards the trap that has entrapped your friends, it's too hard to see because the sunlight is peeking through the canopy of the jungle. Behind you, you hear the rustling of bushes. Uh-oh. Uh, uh, see, see if you, do you guys have like a, a, a knife or something? Can, can you cut yourself out? Do we have a knife or something? I don't know. <laughs> As you fumble around your pack, four orcs emerge from the shrubbery. Goplark attempts to hide. <laughs> Inside the net? <laughs> no, just in the, with the brush. Oh, wait, right. You're not in the net. Goplark, go ahead and roll a hide check. It's going to be a 20 non-natural. Yeah. You find a pretty good nook to hide in. It's like amidst the roots of a tree, but you still have pretty good eyes on the trap and your friends. The orcs emerge from the brush, and they lower the net down. Oh. But they also pull out a giant cricket bat. What? (laughs) Uh, The one holding the cricket bat says, Alright, we can do this the hard way or the easy way. Lloyd immediately is like, Yeah, I'm gonna have to go with the easy way. Same. So we're not, are we out of the net now? No, still in the net, but on the ground. Oh, oh on the ground, okay. Well, Goblet realizes that this is the second close brush to death, so he just accepts that whatever will happen will happen. <laughs> Taking this as consent, the orcs throw Goblet and Cornflake into bags. They don't, they don't actually know what to do with Lloyd. 
they just they just paddle him a couple of times. <laughs> like spank him? And force him to walk. And the orc group takes you guys deeper into the forest. Goplark, what are you doing? Goplark is following stealthily behind. He has taken the opportunity to create a small headdress of, like, leaves to help disguise him. Cornflake and Goblet, you can't really see what's going on, having been shoved into burlap bags. The camera pans out, and you see that the orc solution to Lloyd is to just shove a burlap bag over his top half. <laughs> so he's just sort of, like, running around like a chicken with its head cough. <laughs> The orcs mostly gently herd you in a westerly direction. Meanwhile, Goplark, go ahead and do your sneak check. Alright. How sneaky is Goplark? Not as good. 14. As you follow the group, you step on a branch, and it snaps. One of the orcs notices this and heads in your direction, and he sort of, like, pokes around. Squeaksies, you're up! <laughs> and then Squeaksies does the, uh, Gets revealed where the sound was, and he, he does like with one paw up, like he was taking a step, and he freezes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go ahead and do an animal handling check, <laughs> and I'll give you advantage because he's apparently your pet. Okay, good, because one of the rolls was a two, the other one was an eighteen. Nice. So eighteen. As Squeaksies appears into this orc's field of vision, the orc makes a terrified squeak and runs off. Squeaksies mimics the squeak and runs the opposite direction. <laughs> Good job, Squeaksies. Just like we practiced. Seeing his he was caught almost, Goplark takes the time to redouble his leaf disguise, putting mud on his face. Nice. <laughs> yeah. The orcs herd the captured party members towards what appears to be their village. And from here, Goplark, you see numerous orc tents in the distance. And also another flag. This flag has what appears to be some sort of frozen drink with a crown on top. And beneath it, it says, Smoothie Lord. The orcs herd Lloyd, Cornfleck, and Goblet into one of the tents, and they throw you into the cage and take all your stuff. They unbag you. Even the spiky plant? One of the orcs takes your plant, Goblet, and he sort of, like, looks at it in his large orcish hand and he's just like Rrr, and then he just throws it onto the ground no five feet away from the cage we cut back to Goplerk. Goplerk looks like Arnold Schwarzenegger and Predator covered in mud approaching the orc camp seeing his family stuck in the cage Goplerk is gonna survey the orc village and see if there's any high vantage point he can find and try to Come up with the plan to rescue his family. Yeah. Go ahead and do a perception check. Is it getting later in the day? Yeah. Cool. Oh, natural 20. Ayo. Nice. You notice that there's one particularly large tree that can see into the orcish fortifications and also the entrance into the west wing of the Falcon's Reach Botanical Garden. As you clamber up the tree and find a branch that overlooks the encampment, you see, first of all, a lot of these flags with the Smoothie Lord logo. And then you see fruit. Just so much fruit.
everyone, this is Joey, your occasionally adequate dungeon master. Thanks for joining us as we continue our Coblin arc. I am expecting it to run for two more episodes and then we'll be back to the main campaign. We might not have an episode ready next week due to scheduling, but we'll have to see. Join us next time as Gobplert, Cornflake, and Goblet break out of Orc Jail. <laughs>